Tabletop Tim here, thanking all our patrons because Dean Daniel has gone on a quote-unquote journey of discovery because fuck those guys. Anyway, bye. No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the problem da 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 da. Hello and welcome to Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which I hear is definitely bad. I'm pencil, and I'm allegedly paper. Today's probably bad RPG idea is new Chronicles of Darkness game. Giant, the even we don't know how people don't noticing. I just. Because, like, you know, it's always suspense disbelief how the supernatural can stay hidden in a world where there's, like, vampires everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, in the world of darkness, you have every night a hundred people a city show up drained of blood. And everyone's like, this is probably teenage rapscallions. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're just 200 feet tall. You radiate fire shatter buildings everyone goes ah this must be one of those marketing stunts by ebay and (laughs) that that's just that's just all they assume it is how many giants per city do we think or is the reason no one talks about them in the other chronicles of darkness games is there more of a rural monster Hmm. and no one really plays these games rurally so Okay, so I like both these. Rural monster makes sense. So like you have to just an entire other supernatural world in the woods. But I also I do mean that like... is the premise of so much Portal Fantasy. Yeah, but I also do like the idea of there's two million giants per city, <laughs> and everyone assumes it's all eBay. I don't know why I settled on eBay as the giant scapegoat. There's two million giants per city. I think at that point it's just a giant city. Yeah, at this like point, they've it is, won. at this point, it is humans infesting the giant city. Technically, the masquerade is that the giants don't know we exist. And just like that, you've turned it into a grim and gritty borrowers game. <laughs> borrowers, but you're the borrower. <laughs> borrowers are borrowing. <laughs> There's like. Okay, so I feel like, yeah, so if we're making this slightly more plausible, mm-hmm. giants are rural. Yeah. Um, if you ever thought you've seen a tree, no, that's a giant. Um, Is this just going to turn into some Don Quixote shit? Like, oh yeah, there's no such thing as windmills? Yeah, windmills are actually giants, and giants just enjoy spinning their arms around really, really fast. <laughs> I mean, so do I, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, you might be a giant. People listening here haven't seen you, like, to scale. <laughs> Bod Paper is actually 200 feet tall. That one time we both had our faces on Twitch, the camera was, like, a mile away. Hmm. I mean, like, I think, I think we were, like, in on different cameras. Oh, yeah, just my camera was, like, a mile away. Yeah. Everyone Anyways. knows you're a mischievous little imp. Yeah. So your camera had to be right up next to you. 
Yeah, Mod Paper is 200 feet tall. I'm three inches tall. Together we run a podcast. <laughs> Where's our sitcom funding? <laughs> anyway, move. Yes, so I feel like. Because, yeah. yeah, moving on from revealing our, tra- our dark secrets. Because I feel the two ways of doing it is firstly, if you just have like. You could go into a Matrix style thing of just a really powerful conspiracy of like. Yeah, sometimes a dragon eats the Statue of Liberty, but I just like they just build a new one. Yeah, I just like if like you know, if you're going for this kind of conspiracy thing, just all out yes, houses don't exist; those are all manticores. That's why the housing market's so bad. Rent is so high because we need to pay it to keep the manticore sleeping. See, now I'm just thinking about the concept of like. A city built on built on the corpse of a giant, like not in a like owl house way where it's like there's a skull over there, but full on like we took the giant's legs. Now they are skyscrapers. I like I do like the idea of like I like the idea of like a city that's built on and from a giant, and they need to keep this secret from people because people will be grossed out. And it's like yes, that is that is normal. That is normal that there's car-sized maggots around. Look, everyone knows bricks sometimes bleed. It just happens. I also like the idea of magic that's covered up by people just being like, yeah, I'm pretty sure some people can turn into wolves. I think it's like a side effect of diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Is that why you can't give the werewolves chocolate? Yes. Uh, The supernatural is You don't want a blood sugar spike. Because everyone is wildly misinformed about the laws of physics. I love this. Like, vampires are just really anemic. Hmm. Like, I don't know every genetic condition in the world. Maybe there's one that means you turn into a bat and don't show up in mirrors. I'm not a biologist. You <laughs> <laughs> just see a two, just, just a 200 foot giant rampaging through the city. You're like, I don't think that's right. They don't know enough about human anatomy to say for sure. <laughs> Supernatural is covered up by epistemic humility. What if giants are real, but they're just like seven feet? Like, like the reason humans were shorter in the past, don't at me, archaeologists. I know this, this is a whole thing, is that. Humans interbred with giants, and the result was slightly taller humans. Okay, so concept. There's actually no such thing as humans. There's just giants and hobbits, and they've been interbreeding enough that they've now, like, created an in-between thing. Uh, humans are just mules. Yeah, humans with, are just they're mules. They're just so common that most people don't think of it as a crossbreed anymore. Yeah. Um... Because the thing is, giants are actually like macroscopic, so they're the inverse of microscopic, they're so big you can't see them. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is what macroscopic means as a word. Um, <laughs> whereas hobbits are microscopic. Mm-hmm. And humans therefore are scopic. Love to be scopic. <laughs> Again, I, I don't know science. Like, Maybe people can yell cast fireballs by yelling Latin. I don't know. How many people have truly tried to cast a fireball? Hmm. It turns out that the law of conservation of energy, you can break it if you just believe in yourself. 
It's just that most scientists have low self-esteem. That tracks. Mm. The laws of physics are actually breakable if you're not a fucking nerd, but unfortunately all the scientists are nerds. Physics is psychosomatic, you heard it here first. Yeah. Like, you can, like, yeah, you can create a petrol motion machine if you're wearing, like, a leather jacket and sunglasses and smoking while you do it. <laughs> That's, uh, the giants in this setting are riding motorbikes. Everything I know about cool people I learned from 80s movies. <laughs> All giants look exactly like James Dean. Yeah. James Dean was a giant, and that's why he always had to be filmed from far away. Little known Hollywood fact there. Yeah. Little known Hollywood fact, Jane Dean. Jane Dean? James Dean was two miles tall. Uh, whoever the other actors in the movie had to put, sit on, like, stand on boxes so they looked the same height. A lot of forced perspective in Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. What the hell were we talking about? I believe the giant game where oh, yes. giants move among humans unnoticed. Because, I mean, the obvious ways, you know, giants can grow to big and shrink down. But, like, that's boring. What if giants are invisible? Mm. That's how you that's get, like, buildings randomly falling over is not bad engineering 90% of the time. It's a giant. Yeah, that's what wind is. It's just like, giants it, breathing. Yeah, the air doesn't actually move. There's just lots of invisible giants. This feels like something I would have believed when I was like three. I'm into it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's no such. There's also no such thing as gravity. There's just giants like putting their hand on top of your head and pushing down. Everything would go into space except the giants grab it and put it back on the Earth. If something is heavier, that means giants really like it and don't want it to fly away. Yeah, giants hate helium. But they're really into uranium. <laughs> that's what. That's how nuclear power plants work, is you put a load of uranium and the giant's like, yummy, 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 <laughs> and then starts trying to reach in, and then like, you could like, get energy from their arms reaching in. Wait, the giants eat uranium? Yeah, that's why That's why things break when, when they fall. There's the giant <laughs> taking a bite out of them. Again, I don't know physics... I don't think this sounds right, but I do not have the authority to say, no, that's not how gravity works. I also like the idea of giants exist, but everyone has just kind of agreed not to talk about it. Either that or it's just so normal. It's like, it's like someone being like, hey, did you hear about cows? I mean, this does go back to your idea that humans are naturally, like, three feet tall, but there's just a lot of giants around. I'm saying that, like, you know, giants are, you know, 20 foot tall, stomping mm. around and whatever. But it's the equivalent in terms of noticing something of, like, oh, hey, there's a rock. It's like, Actually, yeah, a... giants, what are you going to do? That would be a great twist in the world of darkness, Eddie. If you go, vampires are real. I was like, yeah, no shit. We didn't bring it up. We don't. We don't say every real thing all the time. 
everyone's always known vampires exist. You just, by sheer coincidence, never heard about it. Yeah, some people can shapeshift. Do you want a fucking medal? <laughs> Actually, that would be a genuinely great plot twist for World of Darkness game. Just yeah, no, this has been, there's never been a masquerade. You're just stupid. It kind of feels like those things of like everyone is a vampire but thinks that they're the only one, so they can't tell mm. anyone. Yeah, that's the yeah. Everyone is a giant. But they both think that they all think that they're the only giant. It's this weird forced perspective thing going on. Giants exist. It's just that there's microscopic humanoids who call us giants. Mm. Maybe we were the giants all along. We're back to our dark and edgy borrowers reboot. I mean, I reckon you could get a great game out of. You have to be play as a borrower, and it's not—it's not Secret World of Arietti. It's try to survive. Mm. You have to play as a borrower. There is a cat. <laughs> is Giants? is this going to be a future short RPG for patrons? I think we might have made this already. We'll make it again. <laughs> giants exist, but people don't notice them because they're distracted by the bigger giant. <laughs> Ah, the gargantuans. Yeah, people don't notice them because they're distracted by the bigger giants. It's giants all the way up until you reach the sun. Which is a giant egg. The sun is a giant who accidentally set themselves on fire. (laughs) Is that why it's round? It didn't quite understand the whole stop, drop and roll thing. It's trying to do, like, Mm. forward rolls. Yeah. Um... That's how stars work. Again, I don't know enough about astronomy to say this isn't how stars work. It's how stars work in this game. Yeah. Uh, You can, like, your your mission is to stop the end of the world by stopping someone going with a fire extinguisher to the sun and just putting it out. (laughs) And it's very morally grey because, like, you know, the giant wants to not be on fire. Yeah, it's kind of an anomalous situation. All, all life on Earth is sustained by a single giant on fire. I think that's the plot of that book. Yeah, no, that, that is what happens. Uh, there's a perfect city, and then in the basement, there's a giant screaming who's on fire. Um, that's actually the case in all stories. Again, prove me wrong. <laughs> it just isn't relevant most of the time. Yeah. Maybe the Earth's core is another on-fire giant. Yeah. Like, everything is based on burning giants. It's just that big science wants you to believe in atoms. Atoms are a scam to sell more microscopes. Which are themselves shrunken giants. Well, naturally. Last time on Tales of Morterra. Arson! Awesome. 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 We can't like tread upon the <laughs> prey we steal. was going to try and, and surf on the horse. Get, get dead? Yeah. Uh, you want to kill me? I'm a wizard, I've always got plans. Tales of Morterra, 
an actual play podcast. Available wherever question. you're listening to this right now. Yeah. So our first question is not from a giant. Well, actually, it might be from a giant who's on fire. It's anonymous. <laughs> What's the worst a single roll's ever gone? One time I threw a dice so hard it broke a plate. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It knocked you... it off a table and shattered it. And I feel like, you know. Do you want to tell the zombie horse story? Okay, so you may have heard the zombie horse story before. I can't remember if you mentioned it. Uh, this was the first time I tried to do an RPG. Uh, and I was a baby GM who doesn't know how RPGs work. And they had in this system, the challenge rating was 1 to 10 for how dangerous a monster was. And the players were like, okay, we're going to make a zombie. We need to find food. I'll make a zombie horse because zombies will attack any living thing they see. The horse will go out and it will attack a living thing. So I went, okay, I'll roll a d10 to see how bad the living thing it hits is. Go to 10. The horse went out stumbled onto an ancient sleeping abomination, kicked it, woke it up, destroyed the city setting. The thing is, we had to stop playing that game due to just commitment things. So presumably in-universe, this is how the world ends. This horse walks out, kicks a giant monster, wakes up, entire world is destroyed. Um, I don't do that anymore in my games. <laughs> I still maintain that that wasn't my fault because I thought I was just going to go find a rabbit or something. I mean, it was entirely my fault for giving finds a rabbit and finds God exactly the same statistical frequency. Like, I mean, it was the game designer's fault. But yeah, basically, God shouldn't be just stumbling around the forest, probably. Yeah. The other nice thing about that game is it had megalodons, and the stats for a megalodon gave it a charisma seven times seven times better than the humans. I so mean, they're pretty cool, is the thing. So a giant shark will show up and seduce your girlfriend. Understandable. Uh, oh, have there been any of a particularly bad dice rolls? I don't think I've had any that disastrous. I've had ones that have been... You had a bad idea that might have worked, and then you rolled really badly. Mm. Like, let's have a race down this cliff. One person has a climb speed. One person has some rope that's about a quarter of the length of the cliff height. Mm. Went about as well as you ex you would expect. One of the characters did die of fall damage. Mm. But I think that was more stupid idea than just the dice yeah. fault. I the dice fault? I'm not sure dice, how to construct that sentence. The fault of the dice. The fault of the dice, there we go. Um, yeah, I was, in one of my other ones, in one of my World of Darkness games, I did have one of the antagonists roll to attack the, hero, the protagonist, critically fail, blow themselves up, show up again later as a ghost, roll to attack the protagonists, critically fail a second time, blow themselves up a second time, and double die. Um, and the odds of that we calculated were genuinely astronomical. That is the only time that has ever happened. Uh, in terms of worst ways a dice could, a single roll could hypothetically go. I mean, I have a metal D100. Yeah. You could do a lot of damage with that if you roll it wrong. 
I rolled my GM's head clean off. <laughs> Sneeze while rolling the Metal D100 and just fully brain someone. Could you start a world war by rolling a dice at the wrong situation? Presumably. I mean, if you were in, like, nuclear disarmament talks and then you got out a, a die to roll to see if you would do it. It probably wouldn't end well. So I was, uh, okay, the way we're going out is in your nuclear cyber talk. So, okay, we've all got different stances. How about we sit down and play a game of D&D, all us world leaders, to bond <laughs> and thus be less likely to declare war on each other? See, the problem with this is I feel like at least 30% of world leaders have a serious case of main character syndrome. Yeah, that's like that's the issue. You make a roll, they critically fed, like, fuck you, I'm nuking France. Who's the DM in this situation? Is it like whoever runs the UN? Yeah, I guess so. This is the UN disarmament D&D campaign. Disarmament uh, and... Detonation? I feel that's sort of le leading up to failure. Well, they're like, opposites, so you could go either way, you know. Mm. Yeah, but okay, I feel I feel like you know, if you're setting up a disarmament, we could go either way, either disarmament or nuking the. Listen, plate. there are very few relevant words that start with D and are positive. Like this you've got disarm. detonation, death, disaster, disarmament, and destalks. What does that mean? It's peace talks, but there's a D. <laughs> Disarmament and dicking. If we, if we can't if get... it goes really well. Yeah. We're going to bond, if you know what I mean. Oh, disarmament and de-escalation. There we go. Congratulations, we stopped war. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is now fine forever. Don't look hmm. outside. Um... But yeah, what were I going to say? Yeah, so we have, so I feel that would be a bad way it could go. Mm -hmm. I think the other way, which is very similar, is if, like, you know, the mafia have kidnapped you and you're demanding money. Like, okay, what if instead I pay my debt with a very fun RPG campaign? And, you know, the mafia goons are like, fuck yeah, we're down. But then, because of a dice roll, it's a really boring campaign. So, like, yeah, no, we'd actually rather have money. And then they shoot you many times. Or in a similar vein, you get a critical hit on the Don, insta-kill. Mm. And then he orders a critical hit on you. Yeah. If you get a critical hit in the game, you get a critical hit in real life. <laughs> um, I think what we've learned here is don't play D&D with the Mafia. I am now wondering what distinguishes a critical hit from a regular assassination. Are they just uh, really mean to you when they do it? Uh, so for a regular assassination, you know, they send in a normal assassin. For critical assassination, they send in, like, a really cool assassin. Like, one of those, like, action hero guys. Oh, like a John Wick type. Yeah. Uh, I guess the alternative is, like, for a critical hit, they, like, nuke you. But they can't because the de-escalation conference went so well. Uh, roll, uh, yeah, beforehand you need to roll to convince the nations of the world to give up their nukes. 
I feel like a lot of these are like, what if you were just DMing with people who will shoot you if you like? You're being attacked by a bear, and you're like, okay, before you mold me. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, because and... th this is the worst a roll could go. It's when you roll instead of doing something sensible, obviously. Yeah. The worst a roll can go is you're in the woods, you roll your dice, it rolls over, it hits a bear cub, it bounces over and hits a second bear cub, and then the bear eats you. And then the forest is nuked by the mafia. Actually, I know the worst that a dice roll has ever gone for me. Mm-hmm. You know the kind of DMs who are like, oh yeah, if you roll really low, then you notice nothing. Yeah. Like, not even a vague clue. So we were just looking around a room for, like, ten real-life minutes, trying to find mm. anything. But because we kept rolling badly, it was just like, yeah, there are no clues. Good luck progressing the plot, I guess. Yeah, that... Like, you've got to give people something. Even yeah. if that something is, turns out the big bad made a stupid mistake. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with clues, it's generally, like... Yeah, like, I, I generally, if you fail, you're like, it takes you a long time to find the clues so the big bad's plan can go ahead, or mm -hmm. as opposed to you sit in a room for ten minutes. I, I'd say that's worse than being shot by the mafia in one of their critical hits. I mean, I've only experienced one of the two, but it did suck, so... Mm. Again, I don't know enough about the mafia to say that it's not fine and good to be shot. I've never been shot. I cannot. Yeah. I'll try anything once. Um, yeah, so before we get a hit called out on mod paper, uh, <laughs> our next question is also anonymous. Try it out. <laughs> if the mafia is listening, please do not try it. <laughs> uh, anonymous, there are loads of systems where you can play superheroes. How do you make a superhero in a setting like D&D where there's already magic? Level 20 and a cape. Hmm. I mean, like, I feel like, to be fair, if magic is rare, then you can basically just be a superhero, like you're a sorcerer, mm -hmm. and most people around you are normal people, and all the other magic users and guys are just superheroes. You need to go to a medium-sized town, because mm. large towns all have magic schools, so they're teaming with wizards, mm. and every small town has a keen and eager hero who's going to save the world. So you need to go to a medium-sized town. Go to, like, Milton Keynes. <laughs> Fantasy Milton Keynes. Standard Milton Keynes? You got Plane Shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is also an option, is Plane Shift to somewhere with less magic. Go to Fantasy Milton Keynes. There's no cool small-town small heroes. There's no wizard school. You can do prestidigitation, you are a god. I like the idea is how do you do superheroes? Go somewhere where there's less less magical people to crush on your thunder. <laughs> is that not the obvious answer? Like I did I did like one of the ideas I had as a setting once is like modern day magic has returned as you know is sometimes want to happen. And everyone's like, wow, I can cast fireballs now. Clearly, I have a superhero with the power to cast fireballs. And so <laughs> no one realises they can cast more than one spell. I mean, that does make a kind of sense. Hmm. Like most people nowadays, if they unlocked sorcerer abilities, probably would think superhero rather than magical. 
Uh, write into your, write into us to determine whether or not if you woke up tomorrow able to shoot fireballs, your first thought would be I'm a wizard or I'm a superhero. I just like this because because of you know the way magical powers progress in D and D, it would be a cantrip initially, and fireball yeah. is the obvious one. But I'm just imagining like. What's your superpower? I can make my voice really loud. Yeah, I mean, my favourite one is Vicious Mockery. What's your superpower? I can insult you so hard you fucking die. <laughs> I'm not looking up D&D cantrips to see which ones would be the best superheroes. What's your superpower? I made this car taste like vanilla. <laughs> I can make anything taste like vanilla. And like cantrip superpowers feels really fun, mm. and then you can have a plot where a bunch of characters with cantrip superpowers team up against someone with like level two spells. Actually, I do, I do really like just like someone who's reached level two is an unstoppable godlike force. <laughs> but yeah, just I really like like. There need to be more like low power D and D stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I feel like it's good enough way of doing it. Uh, Shillelagh, my power is that I have a big stick I can hit you with. Into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, message, my power is I can talk to people. But only Eldr if they're a little distance away from me. Eldritch Blast. I mean, that one's... I think some of them are genuinely dangerous. Yeah, like, because the thing is, like, you could have, like, a really... I know you've got the guy who's got prestidigitation. Yeah, the vanilla car guy. Everyone loves the vanilla car guy. If you ever need to eat a car, and you'd be surprised how often it comes up. <laughs> because the guy with level two spells keeps making people do it. <laughs> That's their supervillain scheme. <laughs> Like I feel like you can do the same thing if you have like, you know, some re some low level thing like a goblin show up, but it's just tearing through the city. This orc is going to take over the world if someone doesn't cast a level two spell on it immediately. Oh, so it's one of those stories where you team up with the bad guy against the greater force, like yeah. like when Mothra worked with Godzilla. Yeah, exactly like that in every way. <laughs> uh, there's mending, which, so, you know... That's that's a superpower I would like. Yeah, it's one of those ones which is not so useful in fighting things, but it's very useful in, like, your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Um, friends, you have the power to make people like you. The power of friendship. Shot directly into your face. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, in terms of second level spells, like, you have someone who can cloud of daggers people. That's pretty that. super villainous. Yeah, like, you know, if you don't eat this car, I'm going to shoot daggers at you. I don't know why this guy... Like, I feel like their tragic backstory is that as a child they were too poor to afford anything to eat except cars. 
We went down to uh, the scrapyard and found the rustiest, crumbliest car to make into yeah. a stew. Due to a series of complex financial regulations, I could only eat cars, drink cars, and live in cars. <laughs> and now you'll all pay. But yeah, okay, so back to the... <laughs> back to the actual question. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a like, phrase we use way too much. Hmm. Back to what this podcast is nominally about. Because I feel like a lot of it is just re-fluffing. Mm -hmm. Like, because if you made it so that, like, wizards had more consistent spells, like this wizard casts fire spells, you could re-fluff some spells to be more fire-related. Yeah, and I mean, then, a lot of people do build their characters like that, like there's a central concept. Yeah, because I think, yeah, if you did that, you could probably have a decent superhero game. This guy can, like, all my magic is dragon-related, and I can re-fluff hold person as I use my draconic aura to scare people and staying still and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, all magic people basically have, like, all superpowers are just variants on, I kill that guy, I make that guy do something, I protect myself from that kind of damage, etc, mm -hmm. etc. And it's just a matter of fluffing it. So if you mess with a fluff, you've probably got a decent, like, D&D &D, um, superhero thing. I am now wondering about having a party of characters who, like, they're all magic users, but none of them has offensive spells. Hmm. They have to use the utility spells to get out of things. Yeah, I mean, like, I would like the idea of, like, they all have to only choose spells from one school of magic. And then you have your Avengers team up. Yes. Uh, Corpse Man. <laughs> Blasty Boy. Keep going. C Consent Banisher. <laughs> Doctor Invulnerable, the third eye. Who have I missed out? Changey lad, and summon another guy and leave man. Summon another guy and leave man feels like my kind of superhero. It's like together, I don't want to deal with this. And together they fight crime, <laughs> and by crime I mean manticores. Which are illegal in several countries. Yeah. Manticore. I, I, I do like sort of fantasy monsters, but they're just doing crimes. <laughs> like a chimera has shown up and it is doing like tax evasion. Got the fucking Medusa Mafia. So on that note... <laughs> um... Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash probablybadrpgideas and get homebrew bonus episodes, RPGs, and access to a Discord server. If you have a question... Don't know what that intonation was. If you want to ask what that intonation was, you can message probablybadrpgideas on Tumblr, badprobably on Twitter, or probablybadpodcast at gmail.com. I'm also just going to plug the game that we made again. It's called Chimus, and it's cool. There's magic based in the four humours, which 
I think is really fun. Maybe you do too. Who knows? And, and remember to have a probably, probably bad, bad day. day. Oh